0: This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremonies.
1: This is Tori, and I play doo This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty.
2: This is Becca, and I play at.
3: And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story.
1: Welcome aboard.
4: This is what I've been telling you. See, look, I know the Earthers have been keeping more from us. I know we're all part... uh, Well, you are part of this whole ISA interspecies collective, which is great and all. I mean, don't get me wrong. However, I'm a proud Centauri, but we proud Centauris understand that we have been lied to and that there have been information kept from us. You see... Look at this. Look at this. I have found a directory of so many creatures native to Earth that I have never heard of before and have never seen. Where are these creatures? I have never seen these before in my life. I have never seen a, what, what is this? Look at this, this strange amalgamation of plant, and animal, a vicious creature that is known to attack anyone and everyone who stands in their way. And they grow so large, so enormous. You would think they would be hard to miss, but w- not once in my existence, not once on any time I've been to earth that I have ever encountered A Bulbasaur. And I will tell you now, there have got to be many, many Bulbasaur's out there in the great wilds of Earth. And they're not telling us about it. And surely they have this strange electric rodent powering vessels for them. Uh, I'm going to examine this book more closely. But you, you, I don't think we're here to... Talk about this strange codex of seven hundred or so animals from the Earth Alliance. No, you wanted to hear about the Dalmarie Celestia. Yes, of course. Now, sit. Don't my notebook. Push it away. Push it far away. Good. You sit. Good. Good. Right. So, the last time we saw the Marie Celestia, well, we were inside the Celestia, but we were also inside the mind of Tuvo and Mirgrat. See, it seems that during the fight where the captain was destroyed, as well as Milgram, the Bimbari who was carrying the very, 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 very small port of a Vorlon, was killed tragically and the security officer just blown those smithereens. But thankfully, neither Ty, Du li nor Kali, the security officer, was permanently injured. However, Mirgram uploaded, to use a term, a bunch of information he had been keeping in that brain of his to Tuvo and the other brains in jars that Mirgrat had assisted with. Mirgrat had then taken upon themselves to... Uh, otherwise, make sure the overflow was not damaging to the young body-swapped puddle human. However, things had to come to pass. Kali had to insist that bureaucracy was as bureaucracy was, and to that end, they did have to report back to the acting captain that things had gone astray. But first things first to answer the question from last week. Tuvo, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Tuvo?
0: So, I'm assuming you come out of, out of that telepathic communication. Yes. To see uh, Julie Lee checking in with the current captain, John Miller, informing him that yes, uh, she was there when the captain died and the captain is the one responsible for blowing up Uh, the the security office with high explosives. Um,
2: Well, I mean, if you're going to blow something up, that's what you want to (laughs) use.
0: Do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, Kali, of course, has already put in a base report that explains some of the situation, so he's understanding about this. Uh, He is both saddened that the captain has been officially taken out, though he's more confused because the captain was acting even more erratic after this medication or whatever. So, now he's just like, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm more and more, you know. He actually kind of goes the, okay, I'm in charge. It's official. Got it. Now, what do we do? You know, he's doing very much the, trying to do the, okay, this is my responsibility now. How do I live up to this responsibility?
2: I don't know. The Um, captain set a pretty low bar previously, so I guess don't try to commit genocide.
0: Yeah, don't go crazy and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't Go Crazy and Kill People is a very low bar, but it's a kind of a nominal bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So.
2: Well, I mean, also, like, it's a very low bar, but, like, once that low standard has been set, like, a surprising number of people fail to meet it.
0: Yeah. So you come out of this, and the captain is... Very uh, appreciative of all the information Duli, it, that it duly gets. So he's basically talking to Lee, saying, Yes, thank you for all this information. We need to have it going. He then checks in to mentions that, Yes, uh, some of the information he got from the first officer helped. You had conversations with her previously, and that they are trying to establish the base camps. But yes, he is noticing as well that the number of missing and unexplained people. Seem to be expanding. A number of quarters are now just empty. They were they were pretty much fully booked when they they left port, but now a number of quarters just aren't being used. Period. And they well, can that, tell what that because when
2: you let a cult ha- operate un- un- unchecked on your ship.
3: Yeah, I did tell him and Holly that they needed to get this cult thing under control. But
0: yep. okay. Uh, he says he's he's looking into that. They're trying to get, you know, again, they don't want to just go storming in because apparently the the, uh, chapel has a significant number of people in it. And the other problem is, is that, well, a couple of of security people went undercover into the chapel. Um, They either didn't come out or they came out very happy about the chapel. Very happy about the chapel. Yeah, that's the problem with coke, my dude. Mm-hmm. So they're worried about, again, how do you proceed in this case? Cause if nothing else, as a Texan, I can tell you when you have a cult like this, you tread lightly. Mm. <clears throat> Particularly when you're on a vessel that can be destroyed. But yeah, he's he actually says, if you have alternatives, I'm willing to hear it, please. Uh fill the
3: place with gas and lock it down and then come in when everybody's unconscious?
0: He actually kind of sneers at you a little bit, and he says, it's fairly high up on the list.
1: <clears throat> I just, like, shrug, like, okay, like. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan to me. And it's complicated, but...
2: Listen, sometimes simple is best.
0: Sometimes nuking from orbit is the only way to do things. Uh, <laughs> See, nobody's gonna die. Probably. Instead mean, you know,
2: just... of body snatching aliens, I think we fully passed the
0: Godzilla threshold on this one, folks. He says, look, I'll, I'll keep a few things under advisement. I've got to, you know, there's many actually came to him with a really quick panels and sort of need your help with this. He says, look, I've got to check with the grounds. They're having some trouble with the food, uh, food distribution there and, and doing surveys. I need to get, some with this, because if we need to abandon ship, we need to abandon ship. I
2: think we need to abandon ship. This place is fucked.
0: hmm He's, he's kind of, he kind of shrugs his shoulder and he says, I'm getting that feeling. <laughs> we at least need to find some place
1: where we can secure re- regular uh supplies.
0: So. Exactly. He, he says if you can find some place that we can go, great. We've already talked to all the uh traders we know. None of them actually have gone out this far. This, this is a that space
3: them. it was literally illegal to go out this far for
0: a very long time. Oh yeah, not just illegal, uh people went this far and never returned. So, yeah, there's maybe. also
3: that, you know. Yeah,
0: that is actually a better deterrent than illegal in most cases. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah, when their slap of the wrist is a fist the size of a mountain. I,
2: I, I was going to say illegal is usually less effective than haunted, but okay.
0: <laughs> he says, look, if you got any other leads, let me do it. I'm, I'm going to try to get us more base camp set up so we can actually get supplies and get things going. And at least have a place we can try to survive until... Someone somehow manages to to find a rescue ship, or we've managed to find some ship to get off ourselves. So, look, I've I, I got to get I got to get back to my crew. We're doing way too, we're doing a ton of shuttles. We're trying to get as many people off as as soon as possible. And trust me, clearing out that casino is a bitch.
1: <laughs> well, you know, leave them here. When they start to starve, they might move.
2: I mean, or just uh, turn the AC off
0: he says, you know, know, that's true, but a lot of those games are electronically based. We've turned the power off. It hasn't stopped any of them. No, they'll just come up with new games.
2: Yeah, I know. That's why you turn the AC off.
0: Yeah, but the captain says, do what you can. I'll do what I can. I've got a couple other people to go to. Kali is working on orchestration for more evacuation. Uh, the doc's been trying to get things set, taken care of. He's still working on your friend, who is stable, only barely. He took a hell of a hit dealing with the captain, but he somehow survived, so there you go. Um… Oh, Paro. Yep. Oh, Good for him. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I was, like, so- thinking about, like, which friend… Oh yeah, yes the 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 fake ranger who almost got his his his, but killed trying to stop the action.
2: Are we are we sure I wasn't just ready to deny ever having
0: friends? Sorry, that was two people at once. Couldn't hear. Ty, go for it.
3: Yeah, the fake ranger that I sent off that maybe hoping that maybe he wouldn't die. That guy. Yep.
0: So far, he hasn't died. And Becca, what did you say? I'm just surprised
2: that Ty wasn't just preparing to deny ever having had friends. <laughs> okay. Very true. Although I guess hoping someone wouldn't die is basically the tie equivalent of having a friend.
3: I mean, I'm not friends with Aparo, but I'm also not a psychopath, so I don't send people to get killed on purpose. There you go. Here so just right.
0: tie a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had this image as like. I don't have, you know, I don't have many friends, but I don't like to send them off to die. And then Mirgrat doing, Ty is Mirgrat friend. And then Mirgrat fully doing the full bear hug around Ty. And Ty's like, "Uh, that's great. That's lovely. Get off me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Bonding.
2: And then and turn then Tuvo comes in from the other side, because he's glad uh, that his mom has friends. <laughs>
0: No, 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 that's later on when, when Tubo comes to and they have a, be- uh, a bedside moment together. And right before she leaves, then Tubo says, Mom, yes? I'm glad you have friends. Tearjerker, tearjerker, tearjerker. you know, on a dramatic I has skin,
3: friends. But... They're just all people like her or were until she disappeared into space, maybe forever.
0: <laughs> all considering that you're not you. You're still, you're, you're somebody else now, even though you're still you.
3: Well, yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> So. Had friends. Which, yeah, technically, your 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 the 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 tie that everyone knows is currently a major book of almonds hovering several feet above the floor, a f- uh, with all sorts of illuminated text all over her body.
2: I mean, that's yeah. just tie's like mortal shell that she was born with. Like yeah. the tie that everyone knows is currently sitting in an office with the acting captain and snarking her bat, her her ass off. <laughs> 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 the parts of tie that are important are here with us.
0: <laughs> there you go. Okay, so with all that taken care of, we're still waiting for Tupo to wake up. Uh, what is the plan for mo- all three of you? And if you need me to throw a couple of cards at, I'm more than happy to do so.
3: Um, I, think- I think that I should go talk to this techno mage again and uh, see if he's holding up his end of the bargain since we're trying to do ours. Okay. Never hurts to
2: stop by. I need to deal with this data download, and I can't do that until Tuvo is awake, so I'm going to be sitting vigil at Tuvo's bedside.
0: Okay. And also,
2: I guess, like, playing 20 questions with the brains or, like, I Spy or something. Yeah, we can play I Spy. They have eyes in the jars.
1: Oh, my (laughs) God.
3: (laughs) How is he going anywhere until after Tuvo wakes up? Because she's not going to, like not be there when her kid wakes up after getting this weird brain attack
2: thing. Looks so so. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I think
1: after leave? a day of being blown up and uh you know, head crazies chase after us, I think we'll probably just rest for the afternoon.
0: <laughs> wait I'll for Tubo. While everyone's keeping eye on Tubo and wait for Tubo to wake up, just as a reminder, you're you have a butt.
2: Yes, uh, I will examine the bug that I was given, because, like…
1: It
0: was a dead bug, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Dead
0: dead. bug.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do science to that.
0: Okay, start with a, uh, investigation roll.
2: Okay. 19.
0: 19, okay. So, you basically started the autopsy, and you're noticing that definitely this… the genetic structure of the bug is very bizarre. I couldn't go into details how it's bizarre because I don't know that much about genetics. I would hire somebody to tell me exactly how bizarre it is.
2: Uh, genetics
0: uh, or biology. I—that's yeah, right. You have both, don't you? Knowledge genetics and knowledge biology.
2: No, I have knowledge biology, but like the the genetics would be like like a molecular level analysis, whereas biology would just be like dissection.
0: Oh, uh, let's do knowledge biology.
2: Okay. 30, oh, uh, natural 24, a uh, 33. I know this is and out, but especially inside, because I am dissecting it.
0: Okay. Here's where it gets interesting. Um, Yes, the bug has, you know, you've already, you, again, you're getting more and more flashes a bit about what you saw when you were in that telepathic conference with the bugs, You know, a long while ago. So, we'll be taking a little bit of hit point damage as this comes through, but it's going to be processed into your long term rather than stored behind pain walls. So, I mean, that's good. So, some things that came up is that when you were examining the bug, you did notice how essentially its digestive system and the Pachborod digestive system actually have a few things in common, not because you're directly related or anything like that, but again, it's a certain similarities. The similarity. Yeah, like uh,
2: convergent evolution.
0: Exactly. But this part is, is that with the philosophy of the pac that all knowledge is kept in the stomach, and things have to then be eaten to truly be understood, the bugs take it two or three steps further. They become what they eat. They actually take bits and pieces of whatever they eat, and they add it to their own genetic material, on an instinctive level. They're not selecting, you know, oh, I want green eyes or anything else like that, but they're taking some of the genetic structure and adding it to their own, particularly things that are advantageous. They go through evolution a lot faster. In fact, they go through it so fast that it's not even really evolution anymore. It's co-opting. So uh, you're saying they're into- the Zerg. I've actually never played StarCraft, so I have no idea. <laughs>
2: I mean, neither have I, but my partner plays it, and so I've, like, gotten some stuff by osmosis.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure these are Okay. But basically, they, they uh, the big thing they take with them, and this is the part where you now understand a couple of the flashes you had, which you'll be taking uh, two points of damage, and it will be coming in flashes that look painful as you basically get them there, but remember in the flashback when you were communication with the the bugs, they found an eye and a head of a yithian in a box in basically one of the vaults. Yes. And what did they do with it? It was a place of meat, so they did what bugs normally do. They ate it. And when they ate it, they got smarter. And then they got better vision and they got better understanding. And from there when other... Uh, they started consuming other things on their planet to obtain a few things that they got. So they got tougher. They got stronger. They have got more diligent. They actually got better able to adapt to environments by how they, they can actually now fly it through space as just themselves. They have developed all this by co-opting these traits from other races by devouring them. And because you got the natural twenty and the thirty-three, I'm gonna give this part to you. You do notice that some of the blue goo that was part that this was wrapped in isn't necessarily its blood or its material that it's using to build itself off. Because you remember that bit with the brain.
2: No, it's the fucking nanite goop that has the larval bugs in it.
0: Actually, no. This is part of the strange fluid of Strange Pill that you have a sample of so you can verify that Doc Rule had developed. What the fuck? They got it when they ate the captain.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <Sweet. laughs> All right. So what you're saying here is we have a full-on hundred percent gray goose scenario going down. Uh, in which case uh, Mirgarat is now fully on board with Ty's plan of burn this shit down and never talk about it again. <laughs> well, it looks like we live in Vorlon space now because everyone is getting off of this ship and then we are blowing it the fuck up.
3: To be fair, Ty just assumed that that was going to be the case anyway, so <laughs> he's a
0: realist. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, You do also remember as a little flashback, interestingly enough, uh, from your little vision, there was one other race that did come in contact with uh, the Kulati, as the bugs are known, uh, eons and eons ago, which actually isolated their planet. Their planet was actually sealed away for a long time. By the Vorlons by the shadow.
2: Oh, shit. The shadows were actually doing us a solid.
0: Yeah, because let's put it this way. Again, this is more exposition than normally goes through, but whatever, I've been holding on to this for a while. Essentially, what do the shadows treasure? Chaos and evolution. What do these bugs do? They co-opt evolution, and they become what they eat. If they ate a single shadow, let alone a shadow vessel, what would they become? Um, probably that shadows, but worse, like bug shadows? hmm bravenous uh, shadows that would basically end up consuming whatever organic matter they, they they wanted to become more powerful. And if there are such things as the first ones out there, which everyone knows there was, um, and they got their hands on them, how much of a problem would they do? Even the shadows just said, nope, we're not dealing with them close it off. Normally they'd say destroy it all, but they kind of went anything we send to the planet has a percent chance of making them stronger.
2: Yeah, we need to get everyone off the ship and then yeet that fucker into the sun. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: But once we get off the ship, what are we going to do? I mean...
2: Not be eaten by bugs! Yeah, That's goal number one. Everything else follows.
3: We can just grow crops and all the other things people do and not starve to death and not be eaten by bugs.
2: We can go full-on Robinson Crusoe in Vorlon space as long as we do not let these bugs do anything else.
3: I am no farmer, but I would rather be be a farmer than get eaten by bugs. Well,
0: you realize it's not just be a farmer. You're basically going to a pre civilization planet hoping you can survive. Very much the Robinson Crusoe is a better metaphor than anything else. Yeah, but we have stuff. Like, it's not like we're shipwrecked with only, like, our pants.
2: Yeah, no, we're we're more like the Martian in this scenario.
0: Okay, fair enough. Also assuming that no uh, contaminated people come with you.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Alright, just us. (laughs) <laughs> I mean
1: I'm
3: sure there's some way to test everybody before they leave the ship, like a blood test or like a x-ray or something, like a brain scan, or like whatever.
2: Well, that's mining project until Tuvo wakes up. I am going to start making a Kulati titer to try and test people to make sure that they are not
0: infected with the Grey Goo. Well, that's the good news, is that as far as you can tell, these are and not only do they eat, and they actually have several appendages that and this frightens you to no end. Um speaking of that whole bit we mentioned before about the detachable skull and the fact that the nerve tissue is at the very top of the the, the uh the neck um they have a, a nerve ending essentially that if they were to climb into a skull that has been emptied that nerve ending would fit right at the spine allowing them to have essentially full control of the body.
2: Okay, see, Becca finds that absolutely horrifying. Mirgarat finds that a fascinating example of convergent evolution that nonetheless is going to have to be yeeted into the fucking sun.
0: <laughs> Why else do you think they had the brains in jars? Um... Generation?
2: Honestly, I think they
0: just... You think they just what? Didn't know what to do with them. De- decoration that decoration is a possibility <laughs> I was as, to be them
2: as pets oh <laughs> I don't know why they had the brain in jars because the the larval goop needs to eat brains and so they're storing them as baby food so that they can then like keep the, their larvae in like a brain filled aquarium and have them slowly eat these brains while like grow into maturity Probably.
0: They also—I will tell you from conversations with the brain as well—they make bargains with humans to to use their bodies, essentially, <laughs> with uh, not just humans but other species uh, to use their bodies, saying, "Hey, we could show you the wonders of the world and the universe uh, if you'd be so kind as to let you let us borrow something." And they went, "Sure." And they thought, "Well, you know, yeah. that'd be."
2: Miragabads yeah, made that mistake before. Can't actually blame them. <laughs>
0: something similar, so yeah, they're abiding by their law the way they see fit, and that's how they have a few people's bodies, like, uh, uh, Chuck Osteen, uh, uh, Corporal Chuck Osteen, or Sergeant, I can't remember, but yeah, you know his brain is right there, and you've dealt with his body. Yeah,
2: I just, like, oh God. Listen, we all make—Fool me once, shame on Mirgarat. Fool me twice. (laughs) Fucking always, is that, stop taking over my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul and, Blart. He
0: really Yep.
2: I, I And I, always re- I didn't realize that
0: was Actually Paul Blart was George Tusca That was oh, somebody yeah, else. He also, <laughs> had a deal, he also had a dealing with a bug too. Uh but not a not a I have my brain removed, or the I got attacked by and shot. Okay, all humans look the same. Yep. There you go. So Um,
2: basically if we do a a very high up lumbar puncture we can figure out if someone has been bugged. Um let's just do this. Give me a knowledge biology.
3: Okay. You just like do an MRI right quick or something. (laughs)
2: Uh MRIs are not quick.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's like space MRIs, so I assume they
0: don't take fucking forever like real ones. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Also, so like 29.
0: 29. I'll give this to you, because you're just one point short of what I'd say. Great. Um, yes, there is a way to detect them, because it is a bug in the brain stem, so it is not quite a, and it's not a little one either. You're talking, again, it's a cockroach the size of a lobster, a fairly large lobster, that's curled up where the, the brain should be, so the good news is is that they're, act if you know what you're looking for, which now that you have a sample, you know what you're looking for, yes. There is a way to detect who has a bug in their brain, and it will take you a little while and a little engineering to take a medical scanner and basically turn it into a bug detector. But it can be done.
2: I'm gonna start work on that so that we can evacuate all the non-bugged people off of this ship and then eat it into the sun.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, give me a quick knowledge, uh, knowledge like uh, knowledge electronics would be best. They are all the same modifier. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. Uh again, I'll give it to you. Close enough for jazz. So yeah, it's it's clunky. There's a small percent chance of a misread, but it's like a one or less than one percent chance. And if is, you it, did, is
2: it when you say misread, is that of a false positive or a false negative? Either. Uh so just <laughs> is there sure. any way I can calibrate it to give it to have it more likely to give a false positive and less likely to give a false negative
1: uh, Scan everybody more than once yeah there's that
2: yeah okay yeah so everyone has to get double scans that's fine
0: okay so yeah you spend the evening building that everyone else gets a chance to clean up get some get some food get some rest uh Mirgrat actually does build it and then just kind of goes, oh look, what is this thing called a bed? I like the floor, foot. Question, where is um, it's
2: more of a sploof, what with all of Mirgrat's robes and various tapestries.
0: That's true. And hangings. Where's the Centauri? Uh, oh, your mate? Your mate? She was last left with the Technomage. Okay, so she's staying with. Okay. Yeah. Morning comes around, and let's see, it's about 4.30. Okay, Tuvo actually does come around a little groggy, a little hungry, uh, he's oddly craving something not unlike oatmeal. Not something he's ever had before, not something he's ever pled for, but he's oddly craving it.
2: I, this actually makes a lot of sense to me, um, when my partner and I had what was probably COVID, uh, the the thing that told me he was getting better was when he was really into oatmeal and making very f- big philosophical statements about how it is probably the perfect food for when you are sick.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah, we can wow, call it well order him been...
0: a bowl of, of oatmeal or whatever, yeah. whatever the equivalent is. There is a um, a couple oatmeal-like structures. Again, it's, it's usually like Okay, it's not unlike the stuff they feed you in the Matrix, you know, fully packed protein, vitamins, carbohydrates, everything you need, but it's goo. He, you know, again, he takes that up. He, he eats it pretty quickly. He looks, you know, pretty hungry. He's like, oh, thanks, Mom. Thanks. I really appreciate this. Thank you. And just, just devouring it. Yeah,
3: I'm glad you're feeling better. I am.
0: Thanks, Mom. It's been a weird time.
3: Hasn't it? So, um, I know you're still not feeling 100%, but do you have any idea how or why this happened, or who did it? Uh,
0: I think so. It was, um, <sighs> so much to, to think about. Um, uh, it's, um, it was a download from a key brain servant. Yeah, okay, that was, that was the term. Boarkeeper serpent Servant. That was Boar um, Keeper? Yeah.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. It's I do believe I know what's going on here.
0: He looks over Oh, what happened? What's going on?
3: I assume this has something to do with What was the guy that just died's name? Milgram. Oh, Milgram. Milgram. I assume this has something to do with Milgram.
2: I, I think so. Safe policy. I don't know who else it
3: could be. That man talks so much that I'm pretty sure I heard him use the word lorekeeper a few times, but ignored it, because who wouldn't? But I've never heard anybody else say that, so it must be him.
0: Hey, Tubo kind of just nods his head. I, I think so. I know a lot of stuff that I really shouldn't know. I mean, stuff about uh, there's a... a, a uh, an Embari that has to be approached in a certain way and there's uh, where you know there's these 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 gateways that go around but not to where our, our space is or our home is they're kind of like like a' um, one of those things you know there's like tubes and you put a tube inside it and it shoots the second tube through the first tubes until you get to another point and it just kind of drops it. yeah kind of like that. Uh, for those who don't know, or who not, aren't old enough, and I'm showing my age again, pneumatic tubes. Yeah, he's oh. talking about. He's talking okay. about that. You know we yeah. yeah, my bank still uses it. So,
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you guys? You you went out to get breakfast,
3: right? No, we're still here. I would have. Yeah, Ty definitely ordered it in. Yeah. he wandering around the halls. So,
1: Ty. Hmm. These these tubes. Mm-hmm. Could we use them indirectly to get home? I like don't in... know.
3: This is the first time I've ever heard of anything like this. Oh. I'm a pilot, not a scientist. Well, that's piloting, but if you I, I I don't know. I I I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I could find out, but the chances of me or someone else who went dying are reasonably high. And since we care about that kind of thing still, uh, might be a little hard to experiment here. Assuming we can yeah, even, but, well, like, contact, make contact with, with whatever system this is, and actually interface with it, and figure out how it works, and get any of our ships to work with it, which from what very little I've ever known about borderline technology is not that
1: likely. Yeah. You got a point there.
0: Though there are people on board who have access to other types of vehicular technology.
1: For, but knowledge of these tubes, is that only that Tuvo recently gained it due to the knowledge overload or it's something that they had before?
3: No, this I, is... you sure didn't pick it up in... Fucking elementary school, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I thought, you know, when you guys were away. When they were Yithians. Mm. Oh,
3: no,
0: no, 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 I don't think so. No, okay. but you do remember that the top, that Tubo that was able to read the book that you couldn't. Well, yes, but
3: I don't think he read that in the book. No, this actually sounds Does very he, localized. He definitely said that he got it in these visions from. Our good buddy. Hmm. I don't feel bad killing him by accident.
0: <laughs> um. Technically, he saved your life too, so just say it. Mm, yeah. Well. Ever. <laughs> so. Okay. Do you have any other questions for Tuvo besides the whole eat up, get strong, feel better?
3: I don't really know what else to ask. Um.
1: Everyone can honestly. That you know, you've got the interpreter so with I, us. I, I do. Uh Tuvo, these tubes that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. How would you know one is there? Are they
0: visible? Okay. Not not to us. Not to uh most races as far as I know. Uh only like four, five races even know that they're there. Okay. How do they know they're there? The, the, the he closes his eyes for a second like he's trying to remember something and then out from him might as well be like chapter and verse from several passages of the bible in that same sort of you know and lo they shall find unto them uh, now it's in his voice and he's trying to recall it so it's not like you know it sounds like somebody else different from saying it but it's like he memorized something a long time ago and he mm-hmm. memorized it in a certain uh, meter and verse okay Yes, though they did find the the holes in space which took them forth, which brought forth uh, the ideas of the third space. The third space was contaminated and polluted, so they did not use the full measures, but found that the smaller vessels could uh, emanate and thrust through. Uh, Something like that. Uh, They could be… Only those vessels which were sent and had the scent could, uh, could navigate these tunnels. They did so by an instinct and by force. You no, know, then only those who have those instincts may, may pass. Who I are... Think that's it so you who need a special ones? ship. Got it. Or a special pilot.
1: Who are the ones that have the
0: instincts? <laughs> he, he, he kind of holds his breath and uh, let, me, let me think. Um, um. Uh, those that have been created, those have been matched, those who have been given the license to see shall know of these places. Those who have been given the words to sing at the right time to, to allow the void to open shall receive unto them these openings and allow them to pass freely. Until then, only darkness shall remain. Uh, whatever that means. Hmm. Um,
3: Alrighty, that sounds real cult-y. Um
0: Great. Yes. <laughs> I would just like to say the phrase you were expecting a straight answer from a poor Uh <laughs> Even amongst mm. their own kind, they ain't really the most uh, direct and upfront people.
3: Yeah, no, that would be too convenient. Yep. Alright, well, I guess I'm going to table that one for now because. Hmm. And um I guess I need to go talk to the uh technomancer
2: right Edlund. quick. Edlund yes, the techno-
3: Edlund. Edlund. Yeah, Technomage. Edlund the techno Technomage. Okay. Do you want so, company? Do you want to go along? Uh, I wanna see how your... yeah.
0: Yeah. hmm Uh Mirgret, are you going to stay here with Tubo or are you gonna join them?
1: She might accidentally, on purpose, kill him if we let her go. That's true. That is true.
3: So... <laughs> yeah, we need him right now. Maybe. Yes.
0: Okay. Probably. So basically, you leave Mirgrat to watch over Tuvo, make sure he's okay. They confer with each other and the brains, which, again, thanks to Mirgrat, they're able to communicate telepathically. With This is helping their raid system come out with more data. So... You make your way to uh, first class and to where the Techno is. Now, both of you, give me notice checks, please. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Six. Tie's yeah, got stuff on her brain. Ooh. Couldn't last. Okay. All right. Yeah.
2: Hey, sorry, I am back. My presence was required in another part of the apartment. I sent general chat. We thought maybe you fell asleep. No, because <laughs> no, if I had fallen asleep, you would have heard a very definitive bonk as my head hit the desk.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair uh, enough. Uh, where'd we leave you, by the way? I We didn't hear that you'd left.
2: Uh, yeah, that's because I, I did it via text because people were talking. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess we should pay
1: attention to those things. It was not just another
2: capybara picture. Um, <laughs> Yes, uh, so
1: About I... About 10 him, minutes ago.
2: But I was okay. away from my mic, so I could not respond. Um, so, yes, I will be staying. I do not want to interact with the mage more. I would not accidentally on purpose kill him, uh, but it would make me angry.
0: Okay. I will say this, and I'm going to leave this for you for next time, because I know we're, we're getting to the end here, so people can actually, you know, pass out. Um... <laughs> Everyone needs a nap today. <laughs> We yeah, all. Yeah, guess going do. on tonight. I better take a nap too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but basically, I'm going to leave this for you as an open uh, for next week. Chee, 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 that sounds outside your door.
2: Well, I guess we're never leaving the Batcave again.
0: <laughs> well, do you wait? What what, that what is? Good? I don't. The sound of tinkling bells, like a hundred of them, on a oh no, oh no, yeah, we're <laughs> never
2: leaving the Bat Cave again.
4: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. What just comes to mind is like the three of us sitting in the middle of the the little uh, you know apartment, basically. Okay, don't breathe. Nobody breathe. She'll go away. <laughs> You're breathing. <laughs> if she doesn't know we're here, she'll
0: leave.
2: Yeah, what's a fate worse than brain eating bugs? Fucking Centauri Prophetess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say and I'll also leave you with this omen. And you know how things go next week, or sorry, two weeks, because next week we're off. Whatever happens in the next next episode may guarantee that you never see her again. I will take that option. Okay. No, no, so... we're not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's worked for Milgram. I'm just saying.
1: Okay. Yes, but it was a close thing and you weren't there. It didn't almost get blown up.
2: <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, uh, one of our most annoying NPCs sacrificed himself to save us. So I think that's a trend we can continue. Uh,
0: so okay you get to the techno mage and again say the the amazing word of uh, indistinguishable door opens Um, what greets you is like a bizarre goth version of a cooking show where the uh, there's an island literally as you step inside the island is like right in front of you like enough that you can walk in and say hi and get a seat. But on the island is a stove, a number of ingredients, a pot, and uh, by the way, also several beakers, bunsen burners, chemical distillers, uh, electro devices, and all sorts of other bizarre natural-looking technology that just look like exposed and weird. And they seem to be pouring stuff into a cauldron-like stock pot that is bubbling <laughs> They're just like, so breathe it in, get that ah yes, good. Now you're understanding how this works. Oh, we we have guests, and you see the Edlin going. Oh, great, 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 lovely. And oh, he looks at Dooley for a second, immediately pivots to to Ty. Hello, Ty, come in. How can I help? Uh, um, hello. Damn. <laughs> wow. So shots fired. All right. So, uh, uh... How can I help? Oh, uh, Julie, your 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 assistant is going to do lovely, We've been doing a lot of training. She's, you know what she thinks in cooking recipes? It's fascinating. But she's coming along quite nicely. She'll be ready for her education to go to the next level, I would say, fairly quickly. I don't know how she got all this information, but it is very well done. She's very apt for this. Anyway, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, by the way, anyone for tea, broth, cookies? We have muffins. I'm not
3: hungry. Uh, we're just here because, um, we wanted to discuss any status updates we might have on the, uh, getting the ship out of here thing. hmm
0: Please! yes, several. He says, please, please! He looks over at Yorny, uh, good. Now, Keep stirring, keep uh, uh, consciousness, and amplify it with a holographic imager. I think you're going to find that very useful for dealing with uh, the the pentagram. Good. Now, I'm going to sit and talk to your fellows. Keep doing. Uh, He says, please, come. He motions to what is literally a black couch and a black sofa chair uh, in a black room with a black end table. (laughs) He takes the sofa chair. Please sit, talk, let's just discuss. I'm very interested.
3: Right, so first of all, we have this bug issue, which the cure seems to be scanning whoever, scanning everybody on the ship as we evacuate to make sure that they don't have a bug in their brain and then blowing the ship up with whoever's left that does or that we can't find. Uh, second, this does mean that your ship is going to have issues. I understand. Third, most of our engineering staff got mass murdered by the captain, who was in a drug-fueled rage. He's dead now.
0: I Which is that is the balance,
3: putting something of a kink in our or interruption to our studies of or their studies of how to get this ship, wherever it is, out of current ship and somewhere else. But we are working on it
0: are working on it. Very well. So that will be uh, an adjustment, but I think this is something that might be worked with. But Mm -hmm. please, continue. Uh, What else can you tell me, and what else can I answer?
3: Yeah, so the other thing we know now about is some kind of wormhole system existing only in Vorlon space, which can be traveled through theoretically by ships that know how to do it or something. You know how the Vorlons are or were. His eyes uh, get
0: really large for a second.
3: Yeah, what do you know about that? You you found a slipstream hole? Uh, we didn't find a slipstream hole. We slip Slipstream hole. We know that they
0: exist.
3: He, Supposedly he rises like.
0: for a second, puts his finger out. Just a moment, just a moment. He goes over to a book cabinet, which might as well be black books on a black... A, a cabinet. How this guy sees anything is beyond you. But, um... Like, uh, this, oh, right, 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 Here. He pulls out this tome, and it, I mean a tome, and it looks like it's been bound in leather and gold fasteners and probably could fit on a coffee table but nowhere else. It's large enough that you could kill a puma with it. And he kind of drops it onto the, the coffee table and says, okay, where are we going? Uh, Yes! And here's the fun part. As he flips the pages, they're not pages. They're actually very thin screen surfaces. And it's obvious because things are animated on the pages, but he's like, flip, flip, flip. Here we go, here we go. And he taps in a couple of codes on the pages. It's Yes, slip streets. And he pulls up a very partial map. And he'll even say, this is only what my order has been able to confirm. We have suspicions about others, but we knew about the slipstream holes, but we've never been able to find them. There's some secret to it. We don't know. The fact that you were able to find about them is amazing. I don't know how you did it. But anyway, so we have a, a partial map. Now, the closest entry uh, to that we know of is unfortunately closer to here. He points out an area. It's still like seven or eight standard jumps away from anything on a human or bakery, on an ISA map of availability. Mm. He says, it's possible that you might be able to get through that and then find a jump system to get you home. That is a possibility. However, this is a very small map. These were abandoned by the Vorlon and a couple of the other uh, uh, first races after things like jump gate technology became more available, though the walkers, I'm told, actually experimented with this quite often. So uh, be careful with any vessel that isn't uh, power shielded. Or, yes, that'll probably help. So he kind of flips through a few things. (laughs) Yes, according to the lore and what we know, only certain vessels were allowed to go through because they could withstand the gravitational fields, the radiation, yada, yada, yada. Uh, There's a few things that can actually go through. Vorlon vessels, of course, could go through. Shadow vessels could not. Because the Vorlons claimed this as their own, shadow vessels could not go through uh, the, the slipstream holes. They had to go through hyperspace, which became the norm because hyperspace is a lot more stable. It's also mm-hmm. a lot more safe. Uh, The fact that he says, yeah, hyperspace is more safe is still kind of flabbergasting because hyperspace is a lot of things. Safe isn't necessarily the first term that comes to mind. Mm. Uh, Yeah, everyone uses it all the time, but as you know, if you drift off the beacon, you're pretty much gone for good. Mm. So he's like, oh, uh, this is a possibility. But what this also does is that if you found a way to get to one, then you have a possibility either doing mappings of the rest of them, possibly finding what you need, or finding other planets that may have resources you need. Mm -hmm. Uh, My ship may be able to navigate through these currents, but I couldn't tell you for certain. We've never tried. These are legends, even to us. So if you need a way through, I would recommend, well, um, you need a Vorlon ship.
3: Yeah, those are just lying around all over the place these days. Um, oh. he actually says,
0: maybe, maybe not. Did anyone else hear say about yesterday, such and such a time, a beautiful song ringing out? Mm, we were a little busy yesterday. Oh, yes, that's right. uh, The captain almost killing everybody. Um, Just heard a boom. uh, Oh, that was (laughs) that one that was. I just thought we were having fun. There may be something, and I know there's something around here. Everything on my maps that I could find for this area says this is, again, not just the edge of Vorlon space, but what was beyond Vorlon space. Most of which, according to my lore, has been devastated for decades or millennia or infinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a number of worlds here that have been completely destroyed or cut off for, for, with big warning signs that says, do not approach, which apparently Earth was designated, but that got removed a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but this also shows that there's other places out there, and now that the Vorlons are not here anymore and the shadows aren't here anymore, the entire first ones aren't here anymore, what else is on here that we might be able to find they left behind?
3: Well, before we start doing archaeology or profiteering or whatever you have in mind, I think we should be more interested in
0: the not dying parts. I agree with you. Let's find a way to not die. Um, now, what else did you come up with? What else? Uh, uh, if, by the way, if any one of you wants to throw out uh, a intelligence check in case you forgot something that I remember, uh, that's fine. That came up with the game. Um... I
3: don't know, pre- that's pretty much everything Ty was going to say before
0: leaning on him to, uh... Okay. Yeah. You're going to lean on him to do what? To get more information, or...? To get... see if he's, like, considered at all. Any other ways to get back? He, he actually has been contemplating. Now that he knows about the slipstream, he has more options ahead of him, and then he will, ex- he will ex- uh, explore this on the lore that he has... And try to figure out some more data points that he could work with to at least navigate some stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Do Lee, I saw that you rolled an eight, which means you passed your intelligence check. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a couple of terms that came up uh, with Tuvo and the Brains, which I'm assuming that Mirgrat, uh passed along, or at least some of what you've heard yourselves.
2: Also, Tuvo and the Brains, great post-punk band. You should really check them out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just right there. It, mm-hmm. they, they usually travel with the Pac 4, which is amazing. Just amazing.
2: Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's a really good show. If, if they yeah. come by, it's worth seeing live.
0: I still have this theory in my head that even in the Babylon 5 universe, uh, because Guar rotates out their members on a fairly regular basis, when they die off, they put in new ones, they keep on going, that Guar continued on until the Babylon 5 universe. So Guar is somewhere touring in the galaxy right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So anyway, but yeah, do, uh, there was a term that came up that was the model maker that they had mentioned a couple times before.
1: So I'll ask him, you know, do you know anything about a model maker?
0: He goes, wait, are you referring... Possibly. That is... He, he goes, gets another book, flips with goes, That is an old legend. That's something they talk about amongst the Bari Hmm. Ooh. The model maker. He was an archivist and apparently was given immortality by the Vorlons. Uh I don't know how or why. Our order doesn't know anything about immortality. Trust us, we've tried. But he's an archiver, and if he is still around and still mortal, he would know about these areas much more than I do. He is going to be your best chance for for continuing survival.
1: Do you have any ideas on who he is or where to find
0: him? He's mostly legend. You have to admit, my order and the Vorlons do not get along at all. But according to what we've been able to find, if the Archivist would be anywhere, and he goes back to the first book, and you found you could find a slipstream entrance, then he opens it up, zoom, zoom, pulls it open, pulls it open, zoom, zoom, pulls it open. It would either, he would be in this sector of space and he kind of circles an area where a couple of slipstream points that he has on his map converge. Well, that doesn't help us.
3: Mm, yeah. I mean, okay. So what, uh, we need a ship, we need a pilot, and we know we need both a ship and a get pilot. Lucky. Well, we need a special ship. We can't just take one of the shuttles.
4: Hmm.
3: Can we? No, we can't just take one of the shuttles. Uh.
0: He actually and looks probably like, a I special doubt, pilot. He actually looks over. I doubt the humans would understand how to find a well, one of these at all with their current technology. Mm-hmm. No, but if we're just,
1: just if we're just going to find this model maker, we just need a regular ship.
3: Well, it would take most of several lifetimes to fly there, oh, all really? the way there, like, just normally. Never mind.
0: Yeah, no, we need the slipstream. Which he says, I, I, I have a couple of thoughts on this. Please give me 24 hours, just 24 hours to do my research, look in, draw some cards, in, uh, and, 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 and get a couple of demons to work on this, and I think I have a couple of uh, solutions for you. I'm earning my keep, you realize. I am earning my end of the... Uh, I abide by my end of the bargain. Yeah, and you we are, are working we are. on
1: getting you free. So,
0: yes. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So, come by later, and, and we'll deal. Uh, uh oh, we all, oh, would you like your assistant back? Uh, she is... I'm just training her. She's doing very well, but if you do need her, please, you know, again, I do not want to step on toes.
1: No, this is where she wants to be, and uh, we're fine.
0: Good because I believe she'll be ready for you. Everything I could find for my divination, something's coming up, and she needs to be ready for you then. So, we'll figure out then. But that's my divinations. you can take it or leave it, what you will. Uh, most people don't. So, whatever. Mm. And then he kind of goes, are you sure you wouldn't like a muffin? And it literally just like, almost out of nowhere, produces what looks to be a blueberry muffin, and not a small one, but like a Starbucks, huge blueberry muffin.
3: Uh. Did you ever see the Technomage show in Brikiri's space roundabouts
0: 25 years ago? He looks over. Oh, I've seen several of the vids. Nice attempt. Kind of goofy. It's harmless. Yeah, no thank you. (laughs) I'll
1: I'll shrug a shoulder and take a muffin. I've never seen the show.
0: (laughs) By the way, if you eat the muffin, it's lovely, tasty, and a little too much baking powder, but otherwise lovely. Uh, Yeah, I
1: will probably. I mean, food's scarce here. It's, you know, actually, it wouldn't be because we were, it shouldn't be yet because we were scheduled to
3: travel from like nowhere, given to you by weird wizards. No, thank you.
2: Yeah, that is how you get (laughs) trapped underground for a century and a day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Merlin. i getting to the point where I'm pretty sure it would be better than here.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. I
1: have a kid. So. That, that so is I- true. You have responsibilities.
0: So I'll do this one last thing, and then because I need a good uh, uh, thing to to, to to lean on to the end with. So you leave the council. You make sure you're getting nothing shown, and you start making your way back to Miragred. I need no- uh, notice checks for the both of you. <laughs> 16? 15. Alright, I'll give it to you guys. Uh, As you head back, you kind of realize somewhere along the way you're being followed. Not, like, intensely great followed, not badly followed, but followed. And, does either of you turn back to check to see who this is, who's following you? Yeah, I will.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially with the attitude of people right now. I mean... It isn't quite kill you to take your boots level yet, but you never know.
2: But they
0: probably do want you to join their cult. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is one person following you. It is a Narn in ceremonial outfit bearing a sword that does not look like a katak.
3: Oh, Connor.
0: Connor. Connor.
3: Connor, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, we're having a weird day. Um, but can we help you with why are you following <laughs> us? I thought we broke up. We weren't really <laughs> together but fake <laughs> me broke up with you.
0: Actually, that's where I want to leave it for this time is the fact that Connor has been following you guys. Because I know it's yeah, we're at time now. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> like All right. right sorry.
2: sorry. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a great place to end for this evening. Yawn. But yeah, so Now you have to deal with the fact that you're being followed by Connor, and actually, I'll also give you this little bit. When you stop to turn around is where the masked Drazi, all in white, the living mountain of Drazi, looks over and just says, Hey, is that guy bothering you? Um, (laughs) Yes!
4: and now another player enters the game so now you must join us next time on odyssey a babylon five story to see how this plays out now if you excuse me i have a bunch of animals to try to collect and i'm gonna try to make an order for an eevee i hear you can buy them from a reputable dealer i don't know what this plushy thing is though greg do you know what the plushy is stop giggling And that's
0: where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey, or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r slash odyssey b5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing, utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.